the fully gig. Yes, 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 yes. What's Welcome good? back to another episode of the Fully Geek Pod. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome, well, people. We're there, we're there. Bro, it's, it, it sounds a bit weird. There's a couple people missing. I know, bro. One person was honest and real, saying, bro, I haven't watched nothing in it. I'm not interested no more. You better jarring me. I'm not coming back. I'm done. You get me? That was the one Mike star. He's, like, he's just like, I'm done with this. I, I can't be bothered. Bro, he hasn't watched nothing. Like, he's going somewhere, you know? Like, what is he, is he going? Like, is he, is he, he had bank holiday weekend. What is he doing? Where is he going? I have no idea, bro. You know what? I, I, would, get, I would get onto Mike. You know how I am. But this time, I'm going to, I'm going to leave him. He's stressed. He's stressed. Oh, uh, Mike called you separately, isn't it? He's missing his girlfriend, to be honest. That's the honest truth. Oh, he's got a girlfriend. I didn't know that. Bristol, remember Bristol? The one from Bristol. Oh, That's right. of course. Because now you can't have that excuse no more, right? And they're always thinking yeah. this is a peace treaty, man. No, no. This is Tinder Day. This is Tinder Day. <laughs> Marley Mar. Yeah, obviously, Marlon's. Marlon's not in the, the studio today. Yeah, yeah, but not too sure, but some bad news. So hopefully, it's not too bad, but yeah. Mm. Love is yeah, enough, enough love, enough love, Mars. Yeah. Good. And I know we've been saying this for a little while, and obviously Corona's kind of slowed down the process, but we've got a couple of the fully geek ladies in the house tonight. What? So, yeah, one, yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. okay, so who we got in the house this week? What should Sharifa. we call you? What, what, what are the audience calling you? Sharifa. Sharifa, no, Sherry. Sherry. Call me Sharifa. No, Sharifa. Oh. Okay, Sharifa. And who else? Thank it. Government, government names only. And Teresa. And Teresa. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm not giving up my government. No, actually, to be fair, you don't give it out every week. Yes. <laughs> so. All right. How are we starting this? So we start as we normally go, and again, this is like what our. Right, actually, hold on, I didn't even make a big announcement. This is episode 40, you know. Whoa, 40. Yeah, yeah. episode 40. Well done, guys. Thank almost you. Almost a year, isn't it? Almost, almost a year. year. Almost a year. Like, I think we're about two, three weeks off being a whole year, you know. Yeah, man. It's yeah. Um, also, shout out to all the Instagram followers. Um, I know <laughs> we've, got, we've got more listeners than we've got Instagram followers. So I want you to go to Instagram. Just press the follow button. <laughs> like... It's just yeah, it's, it's not hard. Us. It's not hard. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, just follow us. I know the YouTube videos haven't come out recently, Richard, but I mean, <laughs> like, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> no, I like that one. I like that one. I, I'll, I'll, give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'm not going to say nothing on that one, but I'll give it to you. But you know yeah, what? Like, we, we all begged and pleaded, yeah. And we've got, like, and we've all got hundreds of followers or whatever, and we've all got, we all know plenty of people in it. And we just got, like, 15 more followers, and that was it. It's like, yeah, let's, like where's, let's, the, where's the support? You let's reach I mean? a thousand, man. Let's reach a thousand for that trophy. Uh, we'll get there, we'll get there, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll gain our fans, you know what I mean? Mm. Yes, that's all it is. But yeah, like I said, tell a friend to tell a friend. So, boys and girls, COVID-19, still here, we're still in isolation. Yeah. Um, there was one piece of good news. Uncle Boris is out of ICU, and he's back on the road. Mikey. Yes. Uncle Bob, is, is back. back. He's back on road. 
I'm going to laugh. He's touched his ball. He's gone to his country house, though, hasn't he? He's gone to his country house. He's got to relax yeah. a little bit. He's chilling. Oh, is it, he's like oh, number sure. 11 now. Oh, yeah, he's isolate himself, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Probably away from the missus as well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she's heavily pregnant, right? Yeah, but I think she... Did she have it as well? She yeah. said she had symptoms, but I don't think she was confirmed. I don't... I don't think she had it. They confirmed that she had it as well. Did they? Yeah, she had it. I don't know how serious her symptoms were. Oh, wow. I guess if Boris is going around shaking everyone's hand on some, I don't care, Ting. I guess it's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to happen, bro. It's going to happen. Yeah, the numbers are... I don't know. They're going up, and then they're kind of staying the same, but going up, so... I think it's it's come down. The last two days, it's come down to 700 and something now. The And I know there was some talk about some of the numbers not being factual because they're always they're only talking about people that die in hospital, not people about who die in yeah. nursing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And at home. And at home. So numbers could probably be a bit higher. Yeah. So apparently they're looking to do another extra three weeks. Minimum. 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 But I thought, I thought this was going to June. In my mind, this is going on to, to June, mate. Honestly. I'm, I'm more there thinking August, man. Yeah. yeah. In my Ooh. mind, I'm, I'm, I'm going for a, July, August. I'm going for June, July. I reckon we might get the kids back in school around July times just to kind of touch base with them before the summer holidays. Yeah. That's... Is, that, is, that, is that how it is from your side? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I pretty pretty yeah. much I feel that's how it's gonna be. Do you know if I was if I was going to school right now I'd be vexed, you know, if I had to go back in like July. What's the point in it? Like, yeah. honest, some of them are alright, you know. Yeah. Like the GCSE and the sixth formers would love to come back. Really? Yeah, some of them would love to come back. Mm. Just to see their teacher before they go off. Because some of them yeah. are not imagine, coming back, in it? That's that's imagine, true. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you think you're, imagine us as adults still wear boards. These mm. kids, they're yeah. proper board. They you know like some of them ain't even doing schoolwork. They are proper boards. Like, there's only oh, so please. much FIFA and what's that other game? Shooting game you can play. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Animal, Animal Crossing, <laughs> man. Animal Crossing. That's the new craze these days, man. Oh, yeah. The animals are out now, innit? Yeah. Animal Crossing, right? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I went for my walk today, yeah? I was cool. I walked by the canal. I saw this rat jump out the bush. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I didn't know what to do, bro. My heart started beating. It jumped back in the bush and, and I soldiered on, but for a moment there, I just thought... <laughs> no, but the thing is, the rat probably shot that you're out. The rat, the rat was thinking, what are you doing now, mate? <laughs> that's what I was saying, but you know It's the tail, brother. Like, I don't <sighs> care. It's the <laughs> tail, brother. <laughs> the tail's uh, the tightest, bro. Yeah, no, no. I've never seen a rat. Like, big as they people make it out to be. Yeah, yeah. the rat is yeah. massive. It's massive. Right. They're, like, they're like knee-high. Knee-high. What country did you live in? <laughs> I'm from Wembley, born and bred. North Weezy. What, so you haven't never seen a rat? Never. That West what? London's most scummiest area there is. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh, here we, here we go. Here we go. Where, we lived, where we lived, we were right near Notting Hill. Is that and, Yeah. Uh, we were on the shoulders of the rich, you know? Yeah. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Rob's shoulder. <laughs> hey, Rich, remember we were saying that we want more followers, yeah? Yeah, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Can't be... Just, just is always ruling out a whole demographic like that, man. Everyone, NW10. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
by you. Oh, what I really want to know, though, is how are you lot coping? With? Have you got any tips for any of the listeners that potentially are going through a hard time? How are you lot kind of coping with the whole lockdown, the, pan- the lockdown? You've got to change up your routine. You've got to keep yourself busy. You've got to find new and innovative things to do. It doesn't mean that you've got to sit down and start your own business, but read a book if you haven't read a book in ages read something that interests you watch a bit more tv if you can i mean i haven't worked out in my in my entire life as much as i worked out in these last three weeks <laughs> and on, I'm on, why on. are you looking at me <laughs> <laughs> we've already had the discussion outside of this <laughs> so stop I've even learned about skincare, just little things. You just got to try and keep yourself as motivated as possible. Um, but it is hard, especially if you are not motivated in seasons. You might have high pressure jobs, so all you want to do is just chill out, um, and that's okay too. So there isn't a. I don't think there's a formula. I just think you've just got to find the right thing for you. And sometimes watching the news on a regular basis is not doesn't help. So like, I don't. I don't watch the news. I don't listen to anything unless someone's pinged me and says, oh, this has happened. Because that also becomes depressing. And um, it gets down. And go out. As much as they say don't go out, be sensible. Go out for your essentials, but do your one hour of exercise and come back home and wash your hands. Mm. I think it's just finding the, a good balance. Um, mm. as you said with things that you like to do and new things as well but as you said not going excessive and trying something totally new and then feeling feeling depressed about it when you can't do it but yeah it's just finding a balance mm. I wish you could be joke earlier this week bro, when you put a post in the group about how knife crime has gone down <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> every road man is just thinking nah you know what guys it's long isn't it Bro, but the, the thing is, the hardest roadman, yeah, will blow up anyone for, for a joke. But coronavirus, he's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, I'll stay at home for this one. And the thing is, it, it came on the Sky News, like, bulletin. You know, I thought, huh? <laughs> it, it, you know, automatically, I went on Twitter. The amount of dissing people were just like, bloody hell. Typical. They're taking the mick. Nah, of course. No, but it's a positive. It's a positive. You know? It is a positive, but obviously in the downside of the current situation. Yeah. But from my aspect of what I've been doing, I've just been kind of doing what what you might have been doing, trying to do a, do a bit of exercise, watching, you know, trying to catch up on little things. You know, open. I don't know if you guys remember, I sent a link for Open University. Um, oh, yeah. Courses. They're doing free courses. And um, so I applied for some ancient Egyptian thing. You know, I like all my conspiracies uh-huh. for the Egypt and stuff like that. So I've signed, I did sign, I haven't started it yet, but I've signed up to it. And um, and Amazon are doing free audio books anyway. So mm. can, you can get them as well. That's big, you know. That's big. Yeah, that is good. Do you think many people will continue on after coronavirus? Like you, you started up with your course. Once it's over, do you think you'll continue? If it still if remains free? Free, I'm a man for free. <laughs> if it's free, yeah, we agree with that. This guy's the tightest guy you could ever meet in your life. <laughs> allow me, allow me. No, yeah, I'll definitely like 
to be fair, with the whole course thing, if it's free, then it's it's this is a no brainer. Um, but some people are not taking advantage of it. I don't know. I don't understand. But you can do all your GCSEs again if you really wanted to for free. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say to you. No, mm. no, you can't. No, you can't. Can you go on the website, no, please? Can't. Excuse me. GCSEs. <laughs> they can't do. Bro, you gotta pay for your exams. You can't go and do your GCSEs for free, bro. Uncle, please. I've just I've looked on the website. I'll check. I'll check. But otherwise, I'll start sending that link to my kids at school, bro. Like they can go do their online GCSEs, bro. No, obviously, you can't prove that you've done your GCSEs before, and then I'm sure they're like, if you're of a certain age, like obviously, Rich is like 45 in it, so he qualifies for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, proper disrespect, but anyway, he's in the year below Mike. Oh yeah, he's obviously in the year below Mike. That one's there. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, it is a good thing. Again, would I carry on? Definitely would carry on. Definitely, without a doubt. He, he would do, don't worry, we do a check. In about eight months' time, we'll, we'll holler at Rich in it and see if, if We'll yeah. holler at Rich in three episodes' time and see if Rich is maintaining, yeah? Listen, <laughs> ancient Egypt stuff, I'm on that, so don't you worry about that. That's for your, that's for your brother, though, isn't it? I know your brother's on that hard. Never would me. <laughs> <laughs> No, I pick up your brother because he was the one that first made me stop eating pork. So big him up, bro. <laughs> yeah, Love well. Alright. Yeah, Rick <laughs> want me to expose him. Alright. Instagram <laughs> updates. So quarantine radio has been continuing. If anyone knows what quarantine radio is, um we've had people like Swarms, um, my bridge and Romeo was doing it for a little bit, Tory Lanes, and we had other people doing it. So this that is the kind of update. Is quarantine radio a serious thing? I went on Instagram last night. I had a look at Tory Lane's yeah, section. It, it's a thing. It's a thing. How dare you, T? Look, I need to make we sure I have this is It's a proper thing. So, Romeo, he's retired his version. Okay, he's now doing question. He's, he's now doing another thing, another show called Questions. Okay, which is a play on the word question, which is like he's questioning Johns. If you know what a John is, if you don't, then you get to know. But yeah, so no, he's just. No, this was a John. A John, so you know, like we're, we're married people. Um, so someone who's a. Uh, <laughs> um, a, a lady of the world a lady of the world okay a lady of the world okay. yeah a lady of the world oh they're called a john a, a, a jezebel basically is that, is that new of a jezebel yeah yeah john yeah j-a-w-n <laughs> yeah and if you want to follow that that's romeo x gram on instagram we've had swarms okay swarms is doing to be fair he's doing mad numbers his numbers are going up but he's getting a lot of, of the uk industry hating on him why? Saying people, and because he, he's trying to say that people would rather support Tory Lanes than someone who's homebred, and why won't they support him? Like his numbers are going up, just be happy for him. His expressions when he's watching it is hilarious. Like it's probably more well, funny I than the. Yeah. Isn't it? What do you mean? How do I know about it? I don't watch it. I've seen it on Shade Bar. I know. Good save there. Good save. It's true. Yeah, but I've been on the page. 
ages. I've seen about 10 different stories and I'm just like, okay, really? Yeah. But, I, think, I think where Swarm's messed up, though, he did say it's for the culture. He's doing it for the culture. Everyone's like, what culture? culture? Exactly. Most of the girls are not it's for not, the culture. It's not culture. It's that's not, just your that's own... That's for your own pleasure. It's not for the culture. Yeah. But he, he's got some people, like, he's got people dancing on their head, falling off chairs, dropping off beds. <laughs> like, it's mental. He's got... Girls getting their man to film them, man them are bursting in the rooms. Girls are getting what? trying to run against the phones. Like it's yeah. it's a lot. But then we have like the ultimate one, I guess, which is Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes made quarantine radio so big his Instagram live got cut off. Yeah, so Instagram banned him from Instagram Live. Within 24 hours. He got his Instagram live back. He made a few calls to people in Instagram and Facebook. Brother's it back. Yeah. <laughs> but the only thing is, I guess he has made some kind of changes. He doesn't let it get too wild now. Because girls were getting very wild on there. But is that his fault? And it's not really. No, it's not his fault. Not at all. Not at all. Everyone's trying to get Instagram famous, isn't it? That's so it. They'll just do whatever it takes. It's yeah, not his he, fault. He looks... He's advocating it. Mm. And that's that's the thing. Yeah, I'm just like, T, these are grown women. These are these are grown women. I understand, but if you if you advocate something and you you more people are gonna go about. If you shut certain things down, more people will be like, okay, this is not what he's about. So when I go on there, I'm gonna do something different. But if you no, go on there and do all kind about. of foolishness, and that's then he's cool. like, yeah, and. Broom, 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 broom. Hundred likes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not. He's not even throwing them money. They don't even get money from him. So that's, that's I think what he's trying to say the like reaction that he. Oh, what a reaction! He, makes you dance and No, 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 no. But he, there's a silent competition between all the girls that come on to top off the last girl that he had because of the exactly. way he reacts and the way people are logging and, on. And you okay. see that so it, it is. I don't see. I don't see how Tory Lanez got anything. It's their. It's their business. No, no. But there's, there's a responsibility that he has to take as well. Like I'm getting what he's saying. There is some responsibility. Like he is, as much as he doesn't want to be a role model or anything like that, he kind of is. He has to kind of shut it down to some some extent. Like he's just. He's I just reckon one day. I don't think. I think one day Tory Lanez was on Instagram Live. Some girl came on, shaked. She done her thing. Shaked whatever she had to shake. And then another girl was like, okay, I could do it better. I could do it better. And he's, but then he had the chance to change the narrative. He's not going to stop it. He had the chance to change it, but he didn't. Well, because yeah, that's what he's he obviously he's Exactly. He's not going to change that narrative. He's he's on it because obviously it's bringing likes to his page. He's make He's got more ads, all of those kind of things. But his page is popping. Like his page is so popping that we've got everyone watching it. And then, for example, it came out over the weekend. Quarantine radio, like they follow his quarantine radio lives, but I mean, I don't know what what newspaper it was, but one newspaper. Why did they scroll through? You know, like obviously, there's like he's got hundreds of thousands of people watching it. Yeah, somebody scrolled through and said this footballer was watching it, that footballer was watching it. The sun, the sun. Got time. Allow it. There's four hundred. Who goes through all of their memes? It was all the black people. They want to expose people and say, this is what you're doing in your free time. They And I bet you, how many of footballers of colour? Yeah, all of them. Right. See? So then the, the, that will be another narrative. That's another story to, to talk about. On This is what these people are doing 
instead of helping the NHS, they were watching quarantine radio and doing this and doing that. So it's, it was bound to happen. And then the thing is, I'm pretty sure a lot of them have donated to the NHS cause, but they won't put that in the sun, will they? They'll just say they were, they were busy watching, watching um, quarantine radio. Exactly. And like I said, quarantine radio is there. You can watch it. I, I've, I've never watched it myself. Yeah. But I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. But I've heard that some of the UK girls, they've been going on some of the less ones, the less platforms, as practice. So there was a girl that was on Swarms's <laughs> last week and she used it as practice. And then she went on Tory Ladies the other Catapult. day and she, yeah, she you know. catapulted. And her numbers have gone up again. So if she needs to sell stuff, so. I don't know. Maybe I need to find somebody from Fully Geek. Not not one of not, not one of people, but if what? I could find John <laughs> to, to to go into Tory Lanez, we might be able to go our, in, our Instagram popping. You should have seen Merv's facial expression. He was like, "What? No, <laughs> <laughs> no." <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. So, oh, your haircut. Yeah. Oh, hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. How did you get your haircut? Exactly, man. Quarantine cuts by the wife, innit? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hold on. I that's decent. She's actually the little fade and everything. Yeah, she's done the fade, bro. She's done the fade and everything. How she do that? Do you teach her? She did well. Yeah, I just, I just told her like, you know, I sat in the chair. I was like, do your thing, innit? Just guiding her and like, voila. What YouTube tutorials and that? No, like you know, I've been in the barber so many times that you just pick up on these things, really. I thought you can do no wrong, just just do it, and and she done it. Like well, I'm, I'm all like, I'm, I was wondering when you guys would notice, isn't it? To be fair, I was sitting no, there I for like it. half an hour. Oh, that, like, hey, hey, know. every two seconds, mother's doing this. Maybe I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was just looking at side in the room. You know the ones there. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Marlon and Mike to be in there today because we want to talk about some of the clashes and we had like a world famous RZA versus DJ Premier yeah. and it was really kind of their kind of, not their music because obviously we listen to hip hop and that. But it was like an old school hip hop vibe. Like it was very good. Did you, yeah. any of you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. I watched mm-hmm. it. I loved it. I loved it. Because I'll pop it into like that side of the hip hop side, you know what I mean? Because the thing about RZA and Premier, they're both underground producers that made it to the forefront, you know what I mean? Like out of no commercial tunes, no, but just out of respect. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? yeah That's yeah. how they got there, you know? So they, they done it the right, the right way in, in a sense where. Like, obviously, um, Rizzo's part of the Wu-Tang Clan. He made the whole Wu-Tang, you know what I mean? And just seen his up, because he had a series out um, last year. Last year sometime, innit? You watch it, Nate? Yeah, you yeah. It, right? yeah. So he had a series out of how they all came, you know what I mean? How he made the Wu-Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, you know what I mean? How he, when he first started, the, the ups and downs and whatnot. So just to see where Rizzo is now, do you know what I mean? It's, it's amazing. And he hasn't made not one commercial tune. It's just it's pure underground that people were drawn to, and they got their cult following. The same with um, Primo. Primo's exactly the same thing. You know what I mean? And the, and the artists recognize him as like using his beats. And look at the beats he produced, man. He produced for Nas, Jay Z, Biggie, everyone. You know what I mean? So no, it was really good, man. It was a sick clash. Like I, I, I fully enjoyed it. And you know what is well? 
you could see it was done out of a place of love. Like it wasn't, you know, the ones like they were both every tune they dropped, they respected the other man for dropping it. Yeah. And they spoke about how they felt when that tune got dropped. Exactly. As yeah. opposed to like, all right, cool, you know what? This next one, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill out your blood. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. It was a respecting. I, I rated it. There's a story for every track. There's a story yeah. on both sides. Yeah, that so was really good, man. Classic yeah. battle. Classic, man. But the next, next week's one's going to be massive, man. Babyface. Babyface and Teddy Riley. Oh, yeah, yes. I remember you saying yeah, that last week. Massive. Yeah. Today's that one coming out. Didn't I want to get cancelled? What? That Teddy Riley. No, it was, meant to be, it, was meant to be this, it was meant to be last week. But um, Babyface had COVID nineteen in it. Oh, yeah, Babyface had yeah, 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 he had Corona. So um, that's why oh. next week Sunday. No, because when I was I was listening to Mr. Jam yesterday, he was saying, "Oh, apparently it's because of money and stuff like that." But you know, Teddy Riley wants to do his own little setup where you know, on Instagram stories you could do a swipe up. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he wants to do like a swipe up, and he goes to his own website and whatnot. So they okay. make some money from it. But everyone's the same. Bro, love it. Everyone's doing Instagram. Just do it on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, nah, what am I giving these guys my money for? No, nah, like, I want to make some peace. But Babyface was ill as well, obviously. That's why it got postponed. Okay. okay. And yes, we, we had last night. Well, it wasn't, this, one wasn't even, this one wasn't really even a clash. This is more a kind of old school grime back-to-back set. We had the man Getz and DWE. Anyone catch hold, any of that one? No, I know you said it, Nate, but I just I didn't get. I, watch, I watched a bit of it, like just a little bit, yeah. yeah. I tried. Rich, did you listen to it? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. It was alright, you know. It was alright. I just, you know what? To be fair, it just brought back good memories of how it was back in the day growing up in it. So before everybody was famous and stuff like that, some people would say they were not famous, famous, but from the area that we grew up in, you know, seeing everyone when they had nothing, and now it's just like they're 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 somebody now, you know, and and just to hear they live it because now those guys don't they don't go and there's no such thing as well there's still radio but I mean underground radio you lost all that so if just to hear them recite their lyrics oh yeah I remember that from back in the day when they used to go on radio and say that all the time. Was it, all and the I old think, bars are old bars are spitting yeah. No, um, uh, a bit it, of both, a bit of both. No, with with Getz, he bought on some old bars that he said he actually forgot um, the lyrics, which was quite shocking. But I think he was lying, really. But um, but those those kind of lyrics that that kind of made him, which you would go to a dance, and it says that lyrics, and the whole place gets shut down instantly. <laughs> you chuck the deck on the floor. It, it was interesting though because you could even hear Getz like because obviously again they're talking because again because they're not really beefing they're just talking and you could hear him saying stuff like like when they used to go to a set and D Double would do his little set and every time D Double spat anything it was an instant reload he was the reload king and he was like yeah. if you spat after D Double you had to come hard because mm. otherwise you might not get them you might not touch the mic again. Bro, all the double had to say was but the back back. That's all they yeah. had to say. Always well, go ooh ooh, and then the, the whole place was shut down. <laughs> shut down. Wheel ooh, wait, bro. It was a madness. Like for me, I would love if they somehow managed to do like I don't know. Say this goes on for another couple of weeks. If someone could set up an old school grand set, every man in their yard, but just going like back to back, it would us uh, hey. I would think you should be sick. sicker than some of these clashes, bro. I'm on, nah, get chip, leave all them man there. It would be sick. 
they should do like a um like a don't rush kind of version of that, isn't it? Imagine that everyone just like passing the mic and spitting. That would be sick, man. Hard, I said hard. it first. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, maybe we can put on the, the uh, um, fully geeked like a platform. I don't know when we get the website up, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, also we've had um, the Molder comedian. He keeps on doing his contests. Yeah, right? quarantine games, man. Like you know, once you pick that up here, you can't. Yeah. You know that sometimes you just be watching Instagram yeah, so- and you. You swipe along in your stories and that, and you see like, yeah, you see motor comedians quarantine games. It's it's so hilarious, man. It's like it's like watching a game show just in someone's living room, basically, isn't it? Like, and he has this thing where he just spins the wheel, and it lands on a certain color. And like, if it lands on a color, you might get like, if it lands on green, it might say fifteen pound voucher to H and M. And basically, you could either keep that prize or go for the bigger prize. So you might get something like um free tickets to these one of these shows or like some beats headphones or something like that and then you gotta take that gamble you have to say like I want the pink colour but on the bottom one like the top pink or bottom pink and yeah you can either just basically if it doesn't land on it you don't you don't win anything can it so it's funny man it's it's if you wanna go back to your old sort of game shows like that's one to watch man. You know what I think Michael mm. Dapper does that as well you know. Oh is it? I think he does. I've seen a few clips of him uh, on, on Instagram Live and like people come up and he asks them questions and stuff. And he's, yeah. got board, he's got a board behind him, but it's never yeah. to it. So I think he's got yeah. his own version as well. Yeah. Maybe maybe other people do it, but that's 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 the only person I've seen do it, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's entertaining. So uh, any of you men looking to jump in at Instagram Live or have any of you jumped on someone's Instagram Live? Or, like, as in not just being a someone like a vision like someone who's watching it uh, would any of you oh, like, like, jump in someone's instagram live well, i don't know about that you know i don't know yeah. <laughs> like, I, I i'm not ready i'm not ready for that exposure yeah, like, well, it, i think it, it depends on i think it depends on what the topic is and whatever it is really but yeah i would it doesn't it doesn't really matter yeah as long as i understand the topic or whatever it is i'm involved well uh, to be fair if like i said in about three weeks time there's going to be fully geeked instagram lives where we're doing film contests like master, what's that? What's that one where they sit in the chair and you ask them bare questions mastermind. about like, oh, mastermind? I reckon in a couple of weeks. To be fair, Joe, we're gonna run with that. We're gonna leave it to us. We're gonna run with that. We're gonna come. We're gonna what come back to that one. What special that specialized subject be? Merv. Nah. Merv. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, did no. you say your one is gonna be on Merv? No, no, no. I'm saying Merv, Merv would be my guy to go to. Like, he'll be like, no, any questions regarding... It's you one, brother. Yeah, so what would be your... What your what would be your actual topic that you have answer questions on? So, like, I'll give you an example. The other day, I fully saw geeked. one. Yeah, like, what would... All of us... What would you be fully geeked on? Fresh Ooh. Prince of Bel-Air. I think mine would be wildlife slash, like, geography kind of thing. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, watch Seven Worlds, you know. I, I believe yeah. you watch Seven Worlds, right? And the, the, no, yeah. he, the way he promoted that, like Attenborough himself, yeah. So yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Oh, I think I'll do Sons of Anarchy. Whoa, whoa, that's that's interesting. I'm not watch yeah. that, you know. So I'll clean lose. Not much I think I think I'll do Arsenal or the Wire. Oh, the Wire again. Oh, McNulty, a bit of McNulty. But the wire has been so long that I've watched that. 
I'm on it. But remember, I bought books, bro. I remember, I bought books to went along with the, the DVDs and everything. Forensics and that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, to be fair, we're going gonna to add that to We're going to add that to a series. We're going to add that to episode soon. We're going to add that to episode soon. All right. And also, um, P. Diddy's doing a dance marathon. He did yeah. it. Uh, oh, he's done it already. Is it finished? Like that. Yeah, he did it already. So tell me about it, because I only saw like some clips. I saw one clip of him dancing with J-Lo, like in their houses. And then J-Lo was kind of throwing shade, saying, I thought you had to do that move. I thought you had to do that move. And I was thinking, Ra, you oh, both moved on. I don't know if you can keep on saying that you taught him how to do that move. Yeah, I think it was brand. I think, I think that was Branta. So basically, he did. He decided that he needed to help New York and he needed help America because they don't have enough protecting equipment and the government are not doing what they need to do for COVID. So as a people, we've got to help ourselves. So um, he just threw a party, an online party. He got anyone who you know. He got J-Lo, like you said, and her husband. People forgetting about A-Rod, he was there. He had Burner Boy, he had Tiwa Savage. Drake. I didn't have any of those ones. <laughs> Kelly Rowland. Yeah, yeah. He had um, what's her name? Uh, Kardashian Jenner, the the young billionaire one was on there. Kylie. Yeah, Kylie. Did you, did you see the whole um, "You are good for the people of color" or something like that? But he actually didn't say that. He just said you're good for all the inspiration. For all yeah, yeah. Men of yeah. all color, but everyone twisted it and he said he said she's Kylie Jenner, that she's good for, she's inspiration for women of color. I love that. Uh, yeah, I kind of I kind of skimmed over that to be honest with you. I just thought it's just Diddy. What annoyed me about the Diddy thing though is that he has adopted. I don't know if it's a joke, but he's a, he's adopted a a young girl, and she is Caucasian, and through his introduction to her, he's like, oh, you know, if the Charlie Sarong and the Sandra Bullocks of this world can adopt a, a, a person, then I can adopt a person too. And, you know, tell the people how it's like living with a black family. And I was like, so did you adopt her because you wanted to adopt her? Prove a or point. Did you adopt yeah. her yeah. Because white and you wanted to be like, I can adopt a white person too. Yeah. And it kind of yeah. just made the whole thing like after a while, I was thinking, "Oh, did he just lost me there?" <laughs> and then he got a bit drunk, and Nicole Scherzinger was there. I think what he tried to do was good in terms of just get people out to come out and do things within quarantine. It was fun to watch. I mean, it took what two hours of my time. So <laughs> I have not seen any of them. I just I literally see clips on my timeline. I I haven't been on their lives. I I I might take some time and actually look at some of them properly but I just I have a thing about people's lives I think there's too many people on my timeline that go on live both famous and irrelevant people and I'm just like <laughs> yeah. apparently he raised a million though apparently he made three million dollars apparently he raised three million oh wow yeah because he got he got so many people even his mentor I've forgotten the guy's name I wanted to get the book actually he donated big bucks. Kevin Hart donated. Kevin Hart was there as well. Him and Kevin Hart were funny. They were both drunk. And I was just thinking, really, I would love to be in a room with like a big party with all of them just to see how they go on. Um, yeah, so if he was doing it for the right reasons, it was a good way of doing things. But I just thought to myself that there's certain things you don't say, like when he was speaking to Kylie Jenner 
and when he introduced his daughter, if that was his daughter or whether he was taking the, the biscuit, um, who knows? But you can't say things like that, calling people out, because regardless of how we feel about who you adopt and the colour of the child that you adopt, they've done it, and that's a good thing. And so um, do it because you want to do it, not because you're trying to prove a point, if that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. But did anyone see when um, when, when Jayla was, was on it, um, someone wrote in the comments, do you remember when you guys shut up the club? Watching the yeah. people in their houses and looking at the backgrounds, you lot are reading comments. No, 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 someone's screen, <laughs> someone screenshot it. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, like shining, you know, I went to prison for that boy. But yeah, no, I think it was like I say, it's cool, and I think they're raising kind of um, awareness of stuff. But that kind of brings to the point, especially in America. Why is it? Why do you think it's always the kind of hip hop culture that comes out in force when there's a crisis, and they always kind of come together? Because obviously, I know they don't have stuff like the NHS, and they've got different kind of systems over there. But it's very much like the hip hop culture kind of get together to kind of raise awareness within the kind of black community, especially. Because I know before P Diddy did this dance one, he had like a big, massive kind of conference with like all of these kind of influential figures about how they can kind of because he was saying that in America, coronavirus is kind of hitting more of those kind of neighbourhoods that there are more black people in. And the numbers were kind of, it was affecting them more than the kind of counterparts. Yeah, this, this, this is it. It's like, no one cares, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those ones, especially in America. Um, like, it's not just that, it's hurricanes, earthquakes mm. in, in Haiti, when the earthquake happened in Haiti. Like, they're all rallied together, do you know what I mean? And it's like, why is it always a hip-hop culture? I don't hear the indie groups come together, the heavy metal groups come together, the whatever other operas, the classical singers, whatever. They don't, no one rallies like that. Even voting for Obama, that was hip-hop, do you know what I mean? That got him in there. It's, it's, all, it's always been the way. Why is that? But then you need to remember, hip-hop is a big part of general black culture, especially in America. Yes. It's a big part of it, and a lot of them listen... It is it is that's part of their voice. No, what, but I'm saying, it. what I'm trying to say is, it's not just for the black people they do it for. Majority of the time it is, but if any sort of disaster, any sort of, mm. you know, natural disaster that happens, like the hip hop culture rally together and try and get funds together and I help the cause. I think it's because they know, like you said, when you look at hurricanes, when you look at the floods, they don't get help. They haven't got help historically. So if we're, you can't. What's that saying? Um, you, you basically you've got to do something about. It. There's no point in saying, "Oh, look at what our government's doing to our people," but you yourself have got money and you're not doing anything about it. So that's probably where it's all stemmed from, right? Like you said, the poorest parts of the states are probably filled with um, black and Latinos. So if the governments are not going to take them seriously, there's no point in sitting there and complaining from your big front room with your massive screen TV and saying our government don't look after our people, you can look after your own. Well, you can try to look after your own. And um, if it's done in the right way and the money that you are raising is actually going to those places for help, then why not? Um, it's just that it's, it, it's community, I think. Uh, um, and as much as I think, I think the difference, Nathan, is that if you look at heavy metal and you look at rock they all do rally around each other but they do it silently so you're not going to see someone like 
Gary Barlow. Although he has done it, he's not going to have a massive concert. He's not going to get everyone from Take That to come on and do a dance on But he will be calling behind the scenes and saying, can you donate? I mean, if you look at things like, um, we do sports relief. They, I know it's a completely different country, a completely different genre, but there's sports relief, there's um, Red Nose Day. That's all that rallying up and they're asking for They're a team. Those, those, those no, no. I, I, money, I don't know where the money goes. I get cause is different and where the money's going, but they do it differently to to the to 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 the hip hop culture. Do you know what I mean? Like for me, the Diddy thing was for a good cause, but it was quite showy. He's like it was it was flamboyant. His I was looking listen, I was looking at his kids' clothes, I was looking at their chains, I was looking at their trainers. The eldest one, Quincy, changed how times. I was thinking, yeah, okay. You're flaunting your wealth, but you're at the same time you're trying to tell a story that people need help. But you know, how do people take you seriously? Do you know what I mean? It's it's one of those things. Like I'm looking at you, I'm thinking, okay, you're trying to help the help the culture, but yet you're still there, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drink patrol and the rock, and you're promoting your drinks, you're doing this. All that is still going towards you, and as well as you trying to now say people like us to donate as well. Yeah, but he, he, my he, thing is, you don't want you don't want him to be sad and miserable. Like guys, can you please donate? No, you know, that's not that's not his song. We don't have puff. We don't have puff daddy. He chucks things in your face all the time. To be honest, that is the way. That's puff. That's how he is. But my yeah. thing, all the celebrities, not just him, all the celebrities are just trying to remain. For me. I personally think some of them are just trying to remain relevant. Like all these lives they're doing, all these putting up stuff about their house, but it's all about remaining relevant because there's nothing else they can do. They can't do concerts, proper concerts. They can't do certain things. So they are trying to remain relevant. So I do think it's a show-off thing as well. It's not just about helping. It is a bit of a show-off thing. If you're going to help, you. I don't know. I think if you're in the limelight, you've got to preserve your... You've got to present yourself in a certain way especially when you're doing certain things nobody's saying that you should go and try and be go complete opposite like the Kanye's and wear like loincloths and be so muted but just tone it down a little bit it was just for me personally you're asking people for money but yet you're there with your gold encrusted chain you know, it's almost like Richard Branson trying to ask when he's asking for government bailout, but you've got Necker Island. Come on, mate. Let's not. Like, but again, you know, to, if Puff was to do it a totally different way from his norm, this the way he did it on that, that's him. If he was to do it on his, the way he, he norm, like, put it all down, be a lot of people won't tune in. A lot no, of no, no. people won't give any money as well. So You're confusing how he is as a person to, to, to how he was how he was with, in terms of his clothing and, and the flamboyancy of what he was wearing and things like that. They change. How many times do they need to get changed? You're doing a dance-a-thon. Just dance. The thing is, I didn't watch it, so there's not much yeah, I Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His son's changed. His, his eldest son changed about two or three times. Like, okay, so you've got one cap of jumpsuit gonna wear another one pdd how many did he did he change into do you know what i mean caps this that and the other it's just just like just do your thing be the flamboyant guy that you are rock one chain if that's that's you that's you rock the one chain for the whole 24 hours you don't need to go back and get changed and come back and do you know what i mean 
that's that was and and the whole premise is to help people because you're gonna get people be like all right cool so how much did you really donate and what are you really doing you're doing all of this to get us normal people who probably don't earn nothing compared to what he earns to donate and they would donate because like you say Sharifa it's puffy and you know he's doing a great thing but then how much are you donating but you're still having a nice time in your house where every day before quarantine was like a quarantine if you're in one ring and your kids are in another wing do you know what I mean so for me it was just a bit I liked what he did and I liked the fact people came out but I just felt that he could have just calmed down toned toned the dressing and the the but even even like the whole Nate, the whole versus thing that we're doing in regards to like Tim versus Swiss, John T versus Neil, yeah, yeah, it's for entertainment for us because because oh. they know that we're, we're trapped indoors, they're trying to entertain us, you know what I mean? And like, I don't see other questions, oh, yeah, definitely. That, but that, that's the thing, they might be doing it. They're Are not you looking no. out, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm country, country, I'm looking out for all, I'm, I'm, I want to see, I want to make it a point that why is it always our culture that you know always tries to like help well, and keep us Gary Barlow do one the other day about a few weeks ago no someone from Take That Gary Barlow and one of the other guys did a oh it was on the news he didn't have any he didn't have many followers not many people uh, came out okay okay it is entertainment and I guess it was also to try to stay relevant. And I guess we are a bit showy, but that's just how we are. But yeah, enough for me. No, it's how just, he, we yeah. are a bit showy. I, why is it that's just how we are? We are. Why? We are. We are. No, 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 no. Guys, 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 guys. Whether we want to agree with it or not. We go back to your village in Ghana. You see them dancing like that. That's what they do, man. Yeah. But this is what we do, bruv. You know what I mean? Like I said, we got rah, 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 we're the loudest. I'm not saying it's a negative thing. I never said it's a negative, but that's just how we are. Maybe that is how society has made us be. But we are, we go into a dot. Okay, for example, you can imagine we're in a club, yeah? Okay. We want drinks, yeah? But instead of us just buying bottles or whatever to the table, no, we got to get the man that coming through with fireworks, make everybody stop, look at us. This, look at us. You get me? We are very much like that. And like I, I said, it, that. Arabs do that. Arabs yeah, I'm not, I, I, just, I just say we're the only people that do that. That's not what I said. I said, but we are like that. that that's, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Mm. And it's not everybody, but for a majority, we are very much like that. Or there are some that are like that. Another topic for another conversation. I disagree completely. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen T raves. So I don't know what she's talking about. I exactly. I've seen but people you know about. Yeah. I can be hyped, but, but I, I'm not stuck. like... What's that, Nathan? No, no, no. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Not all the time. Like I said, we have friends that are like that all the time, but not all of us. All of us. <laughs> we are talking about these people kind of taking pay cuts and stuff, yeah? The footballers. There's call for the footballers to take 25% pay cut to save... I guess football in general, like because save the clubs, as in their clubs, but also other clubs around them. I had a conversation with my dad earlier. He's getting there's a guy from Newcastle that earns eight fifty a week. He shouldn't take twenty five percent pay cut. I said fair enough, dad. Maybe he shouldn't. But 
you can't tell pounds. him not to take a pay cut, but then take a man that's earning the year. So okay. he, in comparison to, I guess, a normal salary, he's still earning almost 52, 50 grand a year. So you could say he's still more than the average wage. But when you've got a man that's earning, I don't know, 250 I mean, do you think that it should be a compulsory, should be a compulsory pay cut? Or do you think it's really kind of up to them? Um, it's, dif- it's difficult. Why? Because, okay, so it's a case of, okay, he's earning 250 grand a week, right? You don't know what his outgoings are, first of all, right? We don't know. So if, it, if we made it compulsory yeah. and we find out, hold on, he's got this amount of debt, in, in, he's just got this amount of debt, then what? And you think, oh shit, we 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 probably put him in red. Well, if he's got that amount of debt in the first place, he's not managing his money anyway. So yeah, two fifty a week ain't no snack, you know. But the thing is, not many football players do manage their debt properly, and that's the fact. That's a that's a fact. Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a difficult one because, like Rich says, we don't know everyone's circumstance. We don't know. We don't know what the outgoing we don't know because obviously more money more problems so yes they're earning a lot of money but obviously they're taking care of a lot of their families as well at the same time so that 25 percent to us might look minor but to them that could be one of their family members missing out on certain things that we don't know about or that could be impacting their pockets in certain ways that will be that will impact them in the future do you know what i mean so it's a difficult one i think it should be up to the players they should i think they should just decide you know what Cool, I can I can sacrifice twenty five percent until August or whatnot, you know, because they're not playing. You're not playing, you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean if if you can if you can, definitely do it. Hundred percent. Where's the money going to? Yeah, to, to, to clubs. Bit. Like to like lower league clubs, NHS and that kind of stuff. Oh, so no, it's going to NHS and lower league clubs. Yeah. No, no. I thought it was to save their own clubs in a sense, instead of them being paid money yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, is it? I thought it was for all. Okay, maybe. Well, when you say to save their clubs, in what sense? Because if you're gonna tell me that this is how much I'm gonna pay to play football, and you're just taking a pay cut just to make sure that the stadium's maintained, for example, whilst you're not playing, then I'd say no. But if you're gonna tell me that I should. Um, whether it's compulsory or voluntary, take a pay cut so that the groundsmen and the people that flip the burgers can get paid whilst they're not working, then I'd say yes. Yeah. Regardless, it's got no. money. It's just, it's just that you don't want to go into the red because they still have to pay their players. But if you're telling people to pay, take pay cuts so that you can maintain yourself and you're not looking after the groundsmen and, you know, the ticket stub people and all those people that probably don't have a job or haven't had a job in a couple of months, if you're not looking after them, but you want to look after the lower league man, why? They, if you're, if your money's smart, you should have invested. I don't think, I, I, I would like to think a high net worth paid footballer doesn't have a mortgage. <laughs> I would like to think you're sensible with your money. If you do, that's your business. But the people that come and mow the lawn for you to play, clean the seats, they're the ones that 
need the money whilst they're not working. So if if the idea is so that the extra income that's coming in is going to help them, then it's a good thing. And then like Kel said, you know, you should technically think about these people. If it wasn't for them, you won't get the crowds coming in to play, to watch you play and all the rest of it. But if you're going to say, oh, I'm going to now, I need to take 20% so that, I don't know, Halston Athletics can survive. Cha. If you're going down, you're going down, in my opinion. No. Okay, if it's a case, like I said, if it's a case of they said, right, um, we've got to take money off you to pay the other players, I mean, the other staff, whatever, then cool. But I think it's a case of, don't forget, the club, club works in the sense of, fans coming into the game so you're selling 60,000 tickets um 60,000 tickets you're talking about every match game is probably a, a few million right mm-hmm. so without that coming in so football hasn't been played for what almost a month and a half now so that's a lot of money that, a lot of money that clubs are not getting so mm-hmm. when, you, when you stop getting that money in you still got debt to pay out right and that's but, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and I, so, I so, get that Go on, go on, but that's just like with all of us in the situations that we're in now in terms of those especially people that have been furloughed you know some people have lost their jobs and they can't pay their mortgages they've got debt by god's grace when this is over they'll probably have a job to go to or they can find work quickly football is one of those things that will never die all of you guys the arsenal supporters on this channel the tottenham misses on these channels once football starts again Said it again? No, no, Tottenham. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, She's Tottenham, isn't it? She's Tottenham. Once start, that money's going to be raking it in like that. It's yeah. just, it's short term. It's, it's that, it's that business that is very short term. You know, you look at big businesses that are closed down. They're complaining because they, because they're like, oh, you know, we've got debt to pay. I'm sure if you spoke to your creditors. Banks are giving payment holidays. Do you think big, big businesses are not going to give Tottenham, Liverpool, whoever, some payment holiday that they can't, um, that they won't be able to pay back easily afterwards? No, no, but the thing is, okay, I guess what we're trying to say is, for your elite clubs, yes, okay? For your Premier League clubs, your elite clubs, yes. But it's your lower league clubs that are down at the bottom, which actually they survive on match day, in, match day revenue. They're the ones that are the potentially going to fall. And in saying that, even some of the bigger clubs have still had the potential to fall. So kind of, it's a bit of a hit and miss, really. It's life. And, and I, I, that sounds harsh, but it's life. In order for certain businesses to survive, they have made job cuts. So either either suck it up and then deal with it when it comes or or just yeah I, I don't know I kind of as much as you're earning a lot of money I think I would not be impressed regardless if my company said to me right we're cutting your wages by 20% because we need to survive I you know you told me this is how much you got you need to pay me that's how much I need if you, you either dead it from from now or you continue on paying me so what happens? What, what happens the, so what are they going to do with the money? They're going to pay their creditors. Everybody's going to be in debt. So if the if the club pays their creditors, the club will then owe their footballers money at some point, right? 
at some mm. point, 20% cut is not going to cut it for the amount of debt that they have. Mm. Cut it. So by the time you've done that, you're going to be owing other people in the club money. If you don't get rid of them or if you furlough them, then what? It's, it's just a, revol- it's a revolving doll. A vicious cycle, isn't it? It's definitely a vicious cycle. Yeah, I, I get, I get what you mean. I get what you mean, but I don't know. It, it's a topic that I think the conversation can go on for ages, really. I just but, think it's because a lot of money you're dealing with. If the, if you looked at it from our standpoints, if your company said to you, you have to take twenty percent cut, or can you volunteer to take twenty percent cut? How would you feel? Regardless, whether it's millions. Yeah, I know. I get you. I'll, I'll say no, definitely. <laughs> I would definitely say no. That's without a doubt. It's almost like um, those that have got kids, some nurseries are still telling the parents that they've still got to pay nursery fees. But you're not looking after my child. No. So you have to pay it because the nurseries need to pay their staff. Well, the, the government are offering a scheme, so go and, go and apply for it. Now, but the scheme that the government is applying for for nurseries isn't the same. and that's why a lot of them are being forced to work or they're being forced not to go they're not getting they're not going to get paid at all because the government said that they would still get for your government funded people which is your 315 hours or your 330 hours but a lot of them it's jessica and tom that pay a thousand odd pounds for their child to go there month time is actually how they make money so that's kind of where the problem is with those nursery stuff. But we move. So one of the shows that have come back this week um, is Insecure. Yay! Yes, so HBO Insecure has returned. It's his fourth series now. Those yeah. that never watched ever watched the program before. It stars and is written by Issa Rae. It's loosely based on what her was her online web series, which was called Awkward Black Girl. And I guess it's about the story of the black female experience from the perspective of two female protagonists, which is Issa and Monica. They're both in their late twenties. It looks at how they navigate and balance their careers, relationships. And each episode kind of follows on from one another. To be honest, I believe it's a must-watch, and I've watched it since series one. There's definitely been some standouts from different seasons. Mm. To be fair, a lot of the standouts have come from sex, if I'm honest with you, but we'll go into that another time. <laughs> In series one, there was like some legendary sex scenes that was 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 dominating the the Twitter world. Um, we had Molly being a third will in an open relationship. That was like last series. Yeah. Issa, there was a scene Issa finally gave her on-off boyfriend oral and it didn't end necessarily in the to be fair, I thought she was out of order because she blamed him for something that had nothing to do with him, yeah um, it kind of went everywhere basically, kind of went in her eye then she threw him out the yard and told him he was out of order um, there's many more I don't, but I implore you to watch that, so what I wanted to do today is we wanted to bring the fully geek ladies on because we know that they do watch this program. So, girls, how do you find? How, what did you think about the first episode of the full series? Hmm. I wasn't fully impressed, but 
I understand it is kind of setting up the scene for what's what is to come. Exactly. Which a lot of us kind of knew was going to happen anyway. Because it starts yeah. with Issa saying the whole me, I, I don't mess with Molly anymore. And to be honest, they have a toxic friendship that we all actually like to watch because we all actually have that type of friendship with at least one of our friends. We love them, but there's always issues. There's always issues. And Molly is a big character. And I, I just feel like she just loves, she she loves to be Issa's friend because Issa makes her feel better. That, exactly. That's the exactly. She's got the money, she's got everything. But Issa being a mess is what she lives for. And yeah. if you have watched this season, this um, episode, that's kind of, you can see it all in her face. The jealousy of her having a new friend. It was just everything was just not working for Molly, but was working for Issa in a little bit of a way. Um, not 100%, but some type of way for her. Um, but yeah, that's just generally why I feel there's more to talk about. But what do you th- what did you think, um, Teresa? I agree with you 100%. I also feel that um, between, I think Molly at times, excuse me, wishes that she could have Issa's life because it's less complicated. And I also feel that Issa wishes that she could have Molly's life because Mm -hmm. it's everything that she needs. They're both um, secretly competing against each other. And I think Molly more so, like you said, Molly more so than Issa in the sense of Molly just wants to stay on top. Yeah. With this episode, they said, or within it, they were going to hold each other accountable. So where it's turning left for me, personally, without giving too much away, is Issa's reaction to when Molly's telling her about herself. And I think Issa just doesn't want to hear it because it's coming from someone that is successful. Yeah. And at the same time, Molly doesn't want to hear it when she's been held accountable because she looks secretly looks down on her friend. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. And I do feel, although this this episode was really good, I think they've kind of just showed the viewers exactly how it's going to go down. Yeah. Like, I'm excited, but I'm not excited to watch the next bit because yeah. I, I can kind of just tell, oh, yeah, this is exactly what's going to happen. But I'm just hoping there was a lot of questionable moments. I'm just hoping they don't focus it all on... The girl tried to get the guy, the guy not... I just don't want it to be too much of just relationships and not about the Molly. Because I feel like all the other seasons, they've just literally just skimmed over the top of Molly and Issa's relationship. It's always like a fight, but then we don't really know why they're fighting. And then they just kind of make up. They've not really dug deep into that friendship. All the friends, to be honest, Issa's, all her friends are a bit messed up in some way. (laughs) Tiffany, don't Tiffany, uh, Tiffany, she's she's just yeah something else. Kelly, I just hope with Kelly they just show something more about her because all they're showing about her is um, a black girl that just really loves sex. That's all they're just showing about her. They're not actually showing more about her personality. Well, they did last season when she got upset about the baby shower. They did. She you know she as That's much as she's so just like group, she still has a sensitive side. Yeah, but, but even I, then, when they showed that bit, she kind of made a joke, and then it went into a sex joke, then it went to an awkward joke, and then she left. The festival scene, you saw a bit of a sensitive side, but she was too drunk anyway. But just more about her, 
like her pers- like what she has going on outside of all of just her asking for sex. But I feel that her character is just a filler. Do you know what I mean? I don't think she's meant to be there to to do anything but to just break up the the crew. Do you know what I mean? You have there's always more than one of us in the there's always more than one two people in the crew. Uh, if there isn't, then it comes a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she's just a filler. I don't I don't think she's meant to really be there to have a storyline until this season because I can I kind of feel that Issa's gonna rely on everyone else apart from Molly coming coming down running that count out of it and they kind of got rid of um what's his name the music producer oh yeah 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 um the guy she cheated on in season two was it that she cheated um on with um when she was with Lawrence um yeah they kind of got rid of him but I feel like I'll be a bit sad if he doesn't come back because I feel like they had something but I I need to feel like sorry they need to bring sexy model light eyes back. Yeah, because this, this episode, the other known thing, there was three sex scenes. One was very relevant and shouldn't have been shown at all. Um, Issa could do better. Generally, she could do better. Like, that that scene was just, yeah. Well, was the people, that, that's out of order. That's out of order. You can't say she could do better. She like, could, though. She could generally, like, in the terms of the type of guy that she wants, she wants the Lawrence type of guy. If you yeah, could that, she's got to with. The, the guy is loyal. The guy, the guy's loyal. He was trying to big her up. He was he was doing everything she wanted. That's she it. Needed, That's bro. Going on for him, but... She used him to do her to be outside. Come on. There's if, no connection I, there. As a real man, you would know that this chick blatantly used you. You didn't get paid for that in any unless that's okay for you. You didn't get paid to stand outside for hours to let people in she's just buying time with him that's what that's yeah. what it is like if you look at all her other relationships there was a connection there in terms of conversation um things they had in common with the music guy it was music you know um but with this guy there's just literally nothing it's yeah just get out like that's it there was nothing else there that's what i mean by she could do a lot better than him um but yeah, that that yeah that that wasn't needed that that bit. Um, but Condola, what do you think about Condola? I don't know. Uh, again, it's one of those things. You know, I every time I watch Insecure, it the whole program to a degree reminds me of Shonda Rhimes in terms of the characters. You always get these high profile. I'm doing well. Black women that always end up having some sort of problem in their lives with their men. It's like, can we not just have have that one woman that can have the job, have the good man, and not have a problem? That's Tiffany. Tiffany Tiffany has the whole makeup, but she's just has thinking personality. Yeah. I think Condola, I kind of feel that it's going to fizzle out. The more she starts hanging around with Issa, I reckon that she's going to end up becoming Issa, if that makes any sense. And then Lawrence is, they're going to have some sex scene one day, and Lawrence is going to end up calling Issa's name out, and then before you know it, end of Lawrence season four. Still, they- Lawrence still wants Issa. That, that's, that's what I think. That's what they're making you apt to believe. Trust me. Was it the end of season three that he walked into the house and then they, it was season three, right. And he didn't tell her that. He just said to Condola, oh, 
we went out five years ago. We were together for five years, sorry. That was it. But you know Issa as well. They're not going to come become good friends. She's going to make some stupid joke about how well he is, good at, he is in bed. And then she's going to make out and be like, oh, yeah, we slept together six months ago or whatever the timeline would be. And that's going to cause issues. I don't know. What did you think, Nathan? Or any other guys that watched it? <laughs> okay. Girls, don't don't um, throw everything out. I've, 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 to be fair, I only started watching it today. I'm on oh, the okay. first three episodes, so yeah, <laughs> like. And, and what do you think of the first? So far, I'm liking it. I'm liking the vibe in it, but like, from what I'm yeah. hearing, it's yeah, like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So yeah, I can't even really put much feedback into it because I'm only just starting it, but I do like what I'm seeing so far. I must say the music, like one thing I like about the whole show is the music, the sound. Oh, yeah. Is the, the, I've been shazamming like, like, shazam their songs, like, yeah, and they give the first three episodes alone. I think it was season two, Raphael Sadiq was the um, music exec. It was either season two or season three. I was a kid, yes, this is why this, this soundtrack is popping. Mm. And Solange was the first one, isn't it? In season oh, yeah, Solange yeah. was the first one, yeah. yeah. I like they, give, they yeah. give new artists like a platform to actually just show them. Yeah. A lot of them have come up, like since it started in season one, a lot of them have come up to be doing quite well with their music since yeah. um, putting a few records on the soundtrack. So that's good. And like other under, um, underrated artists as well. So I do like the music. That's one thing they always have on point. Mm. I just hope that they're not going to rush the season because I already feel like the demise of the friendship is mm. too quick. So I don't want it them to... It, it's taken, what, another year to come out or a couple of months? Well, it seems like a year before it, before season four. Was, was about a year. Yeah, so I don't want them to try and rush, rush this season with the demise of the friendship because I kind of already feel like... Ah, they're not going to be friends. We all know what's going to happen. Yeah, they're going to make up. I feel like they are going to make up. Um, I, I think they, they'll they make up, but they'll know where they stand. You know, mm. you know, like some friendships have to have that massive, that massive, you know, breakup in a way. Yeah. You know where you stand with that. You can never come back. You can never come back from those, you know. Sometimes you and can. I kind of, you can. You can actually come back from a, a very huge, you know, Friendship. These two girls are polar opposites in the sense of where they are career-wise, mentally, in terms of their relationships, what they want out of life. Personality-wise, they're not. They're actually not. They're actually the same in certain things. They both are always in a mess. They both don't understand how to just fully commit to someone. They just Mm. always run away when when things are actually going. They go for emotionally unavailable men. Like, come on, they're the same people. They just... In a different way, if that makes sense. When they get a good man, they run away. Exactly. So get get ladies. And what what platform can I see? watch this show on? Sky. Sky. Uh, I watch mine on. I watch mine on Breaking Silence. Excuse Sky. me. Platform. Yeah, they have all the all the other stuff <laughs> on there. <laughs> I'm watching it on Sky. It's on Sky. Well done, watch on Sky. 
you know what? You girls have gone so deep into it. You know what? I'm definitely going to watch it. It's a good show. It's a good show. Yeah. It is a good show. And I think she's done so well, Issa Rae, from who she was, how she started to get so many high-profile people to back her. And, yeah. yeah. And she does, um, among all these, these things that we are talking about, she does actually... Um, highlights certain things in the black community like the in this season the whole thing that she's planning is a block party um to raise to raise awareness of artists local artists and stuff like that so she is actually in among you you will find some good points um that she's kind of opening other people's eyes to that these are the things that are actually happening in our community what can you do in the real in the real world about it so i do like that um what i did not like in the season was the 419 Nigerian comment that they made. I was like, that. I was hoping... That's good, Nigeria, girl. I was hoping, excuse me. I was hoping Issa would at least come back with something, you know, she didn't yeah. have a for it. There was no need for it. For me, I was just like, it's been played out. Like, all she could have just said was, no, I'm American, but what's wrong with being Nigerian? Now, is it her face that she pushed? She goes, I'm not Nigerian. I was like, okay, what's so wrong with you? Like, you don't, you, there's no need for that. No, that's how I feel. We'll definitely um, discuss if you're going to get insecure, insecure. More, more in depth or we'll have it like a separate podcast because it seems like you can go for hours and hours on this. That sounds good, man. But um, Killing Eve, I think that's the next um, series that I, I believe people are now watching or getting onto. Is it second yeah. season now? Third season. Bird. Yeah, yeah. So that wow. that came yeah. on. That's why yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. It started. Yeah, it started, yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice pilot. Like wasn't wasn't too heavy. Just had that nice flow to it. As uh, I don't know who, who who watches it here, but yeah, I'm I'm on board for it. Like the same killings. Just briefly, what's it about? So basically, there's like some agent that works. I think yeah, she's some US agent that works in London, basically, and. There's been like a string of murders from some um assassin. Yeah. Her name's Villanelle, Villanelle. Or like and yeah, she just basically she just the way she just assassinates people, yeah, like she's got she's got no empathy, but she does it in such a comical way that you kind of it's it's just funny. Like and it's like you figure up, you're like, rah. Yeah, like, and it's like at first, I'm like, no, this this woman's deep the way she's killing people. But it's like you kind of think to yourself, how's she gonna kill her next target? And so many different ways that she does it. And she just basically, um, she just does so many different accents. Like one minute she might be Spanish, American, Italian, French. Like she's Russian basically. And the talent that she has, like I guess the actress and what's her name, Jodie Comer, fantastic. Like the way she does it. So yeah, no, it's. It's so much fun. Like it's, it's just the obviously like the content of it is her just killing people basically. And I think she's like infatuated with um, Eve, which is the um, agent basically that works. I think yeah, works, yeah, she works for MI, that's MI6. The agent, right? Yeah, MI6. Yeah, she works for MI6. So she's just okay. totally infatuated with her. Like so at, at, at this yeah, point. Chavin, no? Yeah, yeah. But I think I think Eve is kind of Eve is kind of like denying her sort of thing like yeah. yeah yeah like when she gets too close she just kind of backs away from her basically so so nah. quick thing yeah. quick thing Rev. 
because I'm sure I was watching it the other day and I was just like, I cannot be watching the same show. Did she go to the woman's house and walked in through a kitchen or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, so I'm lost. I don't understand. Did that you watch it from the start? Killing Eve was trying to get to Eve, isn't it? Is what? So say that again? I thought Killing Eve was trying to kill Eve, right? So yeah. I said to myself, this woman can't be an assassin woman that says walked into her house and did this talking and she walks back out. Yeah, no, it's the same thing. Right. Okay, obviously, that's... Well, it's not. It's called true, Killing Eve, not, not, not Killed Eve, yeah? Just remember that. It's Killing Eve, but Killing Eve, right? So, I, I, obviously, this is the first time I've ever seen physically. it. She's not trying to kill her physically. She's trying to kill her in the sense of... It's almost like, catch me if you can. I'm yeah. going to do all these things, and I'm going to screw with your head that it's going to... It's killing you like physically emotionally mentally because you can't figure out how i'm gonna kill my next target you can't figure me out and you want to so it's just killing her yeah yeah spot on spot on yeah i take it she's never ever found evidence of her killing someone right oh yeah oh you need to watch it yeah yeah yeah, no spoilers rich you need to watch it no no spoilers i'm saying i haven't i haven't seen it before this is like i'm like what season is this on three Season three. I watched the first season on the plane to Jamaica. I watched it all. That was my my whole plane ride to Jamaica. So yeah, it's eight fully like yeah, eight-hour eight flight, in it? <laughs> eight-hour flight. And I could not... I was gripped. I was literally yeah. gripped. Yeah. It was it's really good. Soundtrack is a bang that, well. <laughs> that sounds good, man. That sounds good. Nate, do you watch it, Nate? No, I haven't watched this episode yet. So oh, you watched the it was on to do, yeah, I've watched previous seasons. It was on, it's on the to do list, but I had to also watch the quiz yesterday and stuff. And to be fair, I'm watching Money Heist, but we'll get on to that. So mm. it's like there's too much stuff happening. It's rapid. It's too rapid. It's rapid at the moment. Too but again, stuff. I ain't got nothing to do, so I'll just mm. I'll catch up, man. Mm. Which brings me on to a film that we were going to talk about a couple of weeks ago called The Platform. Yeah, did any of you watch it? The series, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's a film. Oh, see, yeah. that was a series, yeah. you know? Yeah. Okay. So it's um, yeah, it's a platform. No, no, no. So it's a, it's a basically it's a Spanish film. It's a science fiction thriller film, and I'm not going to spoil it because I know you men are going to rip me. But basically, it opens with a guy called Goren. He wakes up in like this kind of concrete cell with the number 48 on the wall. He's got a roommate called Shimagasi who explains that they're in a tower and they're on the 48th floor. And basically, there's a platform that comes down every once a day, which is covered with food. You've got a limited time to eat the food before the platform moves down. You cannot hoard any food, so you can't take food off of there and try to hold it. If you hold it, the rim either gets too hot or becomes too cold until you throw the food back onto the platform. And basically, you're allowed to bring one item into the place with you and you've got to stay on your floor for a month before you can move. And basically, you go to sleep one night and you wake up, you could be on the first floor, you could be on the 200th floor. But basically, the food at the top is plentiful and as it gets further down, if you're on, the, say, the 200th floor, you might not get nothing because by that time, everyone's eaten. I'm not going to get into any more details because <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. want to ruin the film yeah. because, yeah, I'll stop there. 
what did you think of the film, bro? Bro, my, my it's such a thought-provoking film, isn't it? It, it, mm. it, it clearly it's such a like social. It's like almost, it's almost like a social experiment, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, clearly just, you know, attacking, sort of, not attacking, but it, it just involves everyday life, basically, isn't it? Like, society, how, how we treat each other and things like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. if we work together, it could be this way. If we don't, it could be that way. But it, and the thing is, it's so, it's so graphic as well. But it's, yes. it's relevant. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to be graphic for the sake of it. It's relevant, do you know what I mean? It's like everything is just contextual and it's it's superb, man. Like it was so good. Like when I, when I watched it, it was in English audio, and I thought, no, I can't. I need to watch the Spanish audio. I need I need that authenticity to watch it in, and it was incredible. Like, but yeah, and yeah, and I I don't want to spoil it either. But the endings are so many questions. But yeah, I'll leave I... it there, man. Leave I there. haven't watched it yet, but it mm. seems like it's yeah. touching base on what's going on now with the whole COVID nineteen and people hoarding stuff from the supermarkets and people yeah. getting into fights just for food and stuff. So yeah. it is you could yeah. you can yeah you can look at it like that. I, I, it, I literally when I watched it, I was blown away because I think it's it's a proper serious film. Mm. Like and it is when you say it's about society, it is about society, and it's that kind of like. Are we? If you've ever spoken to me about like people doing things, like there's always a kind of thing about need and greed, and it's about if, if people need and if people just do what they need, then everyone can eat and everyone can do what they need to do. But it's the greed of some of us that stops it from everyone being able to kind of get their need. And it's kind of experiments on that whole kind of basis. And then you have people that are trying to be kind of socialists and try to make everyone be equal. And they're shunned upon, and all that—it's proper serious. Proper mm. serious. If you get a chance, definitely watch it. Yeah, definitely watch it. On where is it? Where, what? Netflix. 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 It's on Netflix. Yeah. Is it and scary? And like like Merv said, you can watch it with the English dub or the Spanish subtitles. But if you watch it with the English dub, just rip. It's not scary. It's a bit, it's a thriller. It's not scary though. I I, I wouldn't say scary. It's not going to give you nightmares or nothing like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, de- it's, it's excellent film though. It's definitely worth the watch. Yeah. And, and which I guess brings us on to another Spanish series, which we spoke about briefly last week, but. Since we spoke about it last week, I've gone to it. I've banged out the first two series. Like, I'm fully... Any waking moment, I'm watching at the moment, which is Money Heist. I have no idea why we didn't discover this programme before the fourth series came out. I know all of their names. It's mad. Just never watched it until... I just Twitter's been going mad, Instagram's been going mad. A lot lot of famous people, a lot of famous people watch it. A lot of, like, actors and like yeah, people yeah, in the industry yeah. watch it and Ooh. so like they put up on their feed i used to see it all the time i was Ooh. like what's this money heist thing and then yeah i'm, I'm quite shocked you know it's like on the fourth season because i've never heard of it until you mentioned it last week you know oh is it yeah i don't know how that i used to hear of it i used to hear yeah. of it yeah because 
and obviously, it's not it's, we know it as money heist, but it's actually named by a Spanish name. So, because obviously in Spain it's called a Spanish name, yeah? Oh, yeah, and it's like it's very big in Europe, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, Netflix, I think Netflix got the rights to it after series two, okay. and then they started promoting it. And then obviously, I think Netflix now have the rights where before it was done by a Spanish company. Yeah, I think series yeah. three and four have, have basically been done by Netflix, and Netflix owned the world license. All right. But it's there's another program that I watch, a Spanish one called Vis a Vis, yeah. which is the English version is called Vis a Vis, but it's almost like the Spanish version of Orange is the New Black, mm. but it's ten times better. Mm. And again, watched it. How I started watching it is I started watching it on Channel Four. Channel Four were doing like world. They kind of do like world cinema. I can't what is it? Water yeah. presents sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was on one of those, and that's how I started watching it. So, I think again, that's on like the fourth series, but I can't watch it because on alternative platforms it comes out in Spanish, and it would be hard for me to find English subtitles. Mm. So I, yeah, I haven't been watching. I haven't watched the fourth series, but again, one of the girls, Nairobi, who is in Vis a Vis, is also in Money Heist. Mm. Oh. So you, cool. would you recommend the Miz? Yeah, it's literally orange is a new black, but Spanish. And ten times better. <laughs> yeah, ten times better. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's ten similar. Times better. <laughs> like, it's similar. Okay, it's it's similar to Orange is a New Black, but they're trying to get out. You can see that some of them will kind of escape, and they're proper criminals, as opposed to my girl in Orange is a New Black who did tax evasion, and then she wants. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's almost not, like a. Breaking Bad slash Orange is the New Black. Black. More like a prison break. Prison break. Almost like Sorry. a prisoner cell block H type thing. Okay. If that makes sense. You know, oh, old school prisoner back, cell block right? H, that kind of. Taking it yeah, back. yeah, yeah. That's the kind of thing. <laughs> or what was the other one that used to come on ITV? Bad Girls? Oh, yeah, Bad Girls. Yeah. Yeah. But that was pants. Yeah. Bad Girls was pants. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bad girls, we all watch bad girls. Let's so, so block H, yeah. So block H. So block H. So block H. So block H. So that's the original bad girls, you know. So block H. Yeah, proper. Yeah. So, so block H. But yeah, definitely, I would definitely recommend. I'm not going to I'm not going to ruin anything, but I would definitely watch. I would re- definitely recommend Money Heist. I think give it a couple of weeks until everyone's kind of caught up. I think it would definitely be one to have a proper discussion about. Yeah. Rich, you still watching it, Rich? What's he doing? Rich. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's making beats again. I'm here. Yeah, you still watching it? No, I haven't watched it since the last week. Oh, okay. Waste, man. Anyway, I. Bro, <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. Pass. But yeah, um, there was also the quiz, the quiz that came out. It came on ITV, it started yesterday or Monday, and then the second episode came out today, which I know I spoke about before, but literally the quiz is literally the TV version of the theatre show that I went to watch last year. Mm. It is literally... Yeah, so basically what they've done is they've taken the theatre production and made it into a TV programme. That's not to take away from it, It's Mm. and I think the first episode was quite interesting. Even seeing how people like did and how they kind of were the concept of the game and stuff. I thought it was sick. I thought it was alright. Yeah, yeah. No, that was, that was interesting. So it's not. Is it a true yeah. story or yeah. not? Did you watch it, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched true the first story. episode. Yeah. And then what's his name? Yeah, Mark, it, 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 
Go on, Nate. Sorry, what were you saying? No, no, you were saying yeah. um, about it being a true... Um, Rich asked if it's a true story. Yeah. yeah. No, yes, is and, and what's his name? Smashes um, Chris Tarrant. Chris um, Tarrant. His whole year. Yeah. What's his name? Michael Sheen. Like, He's thumbs amazing. up. Yeah, thumbs yeah Michael up Sheen. Him. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I was, I was closing my eyes, and all I could see was Chris Terrence when he was talking. Like he's amazing. He, he smashed it. No, it's fun. It's yeah, like I a... thought, and I. Yeah, and I definitely, I think, yeah, I think it was fun. Watch, I'd, I'd like to watch the next couple episodes, but again, like I said, because I've seen the theater production, I kind of know what mm. happens. Yeah. Cool. Um and. Just randomly, um, another episode of Tiger King was released on Sunday. Um, I don't know if anyone watched it, and I know Rich, you was kind of catching up with some episode of Tiger King. So, what what's your thoughts on Tiger King? Are you still trying to get a tiger? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I wouldn't mind having a tiger, but I don't know about looking after it because they. <laughs> they they cost a lot of money to look after. That's for sure. Forget a tiger. Forget a tiger. I want a liger. That's yeah, right. man. Liger. Liger. Um, with a liger. What is it? Three, $3,000 a year for one tiger or something like that? That's mad. And they've got about 200 in there or something, something, something stupid. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, the the guys. I've, I've, I've got halfway through episode one. Is it worth persevering? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't even know how you can ask that, you know. You're just compelled yeah. to watch it. It's like you don't even want to watch nah, it, but you just. I've been falling asleep. I've been. Falling... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, I I start and then I and I'm like, what I is this? After, after episode one, once you get to two, that's when two maybe yeah end of two. That's when you're. But after episode one, you're like, oh, it's just. You know. it's, it's middle America in in its finest. Middle America <laughs> in its finest, man. Yeah, that's you know crazy. I mean? The thing is, you you might not like it, but. From, when I started watching, I thought, what? Why is this number one? I said to myself, why the hell is this guy, hillbilly guy, number one? Yeah. And then I started watching it. I said to myself, why is this number one? And I think I got to second episode two, and I thought, you know what? Actually, you know what? I, I understand. But it, it's, it is just so wacky. Yeah, know, it's, it's, it's wacky, yeah. yeah it's just wacky. <laughs> My thing is, where do they get all that money from? Like one minute they're broke, next minute they're like, yeah, like a million here, <laughs> there. Let's build this, let's build that. And I'm like, where do you get the money from? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they come from old money and they've got family that are gonna lend them money. It's true, you know. They're all they're all like rich in that, isn't it? Like, where are they get all that money from? Oh, listen, having, not Tiger King though. Bro, having that having that sort of safari. It costs so much money. And so, How do they get the money to even start doing that stuff? Do you know what I mean? I don't understand. And, and maintaining it as well. Well, we know where um, the Mario one, uh, it, was it the Italian guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, know yeah. where he got money from. <laughs> <laughs> Without spoiling it for tea, we kind of just know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Nate, you said your favourite guy was Joe Love. Is that what you said? The one with the four wives. No, nah, the other one. What's that one Joe? Called? I've worn that. The, the snitch. Oh, yeah, the, the snitch. He's got four husbands. Oh no, the Don, the John Don or something like that. The, the one that made up the story. Jeff. Jeff? I think it was Jeff. Was it Jeff that got. With the young wife. They're like threesomes in Vegas. That took over, that took over his um, tiger. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that wasn't my favorite one though. The one with the, the mullet is my favorite, man. He's he's the guy. Oh, um, the, ti- the the actual Tiger the, King. The one with the mullet. Yeah, yeah, he's he's my favorite. He's my favorite. I felt so sorry for him, man. I felt so. I know. Do you know what? It's weird. I'm I'm glad you said that, you know, because this guy is like doing some deep stuff, but you feel sorry for him. Like, yeah. Uh, what? Huh? No, no, I don't feel sorry for him. He's, he's oh, idiot. No. You have to feel sorry for him, man. It's like, it's not right to feel, but yeah, you do. That's the problem. He's a victim of it. That, yeah. That's it. That's why I feel sorry for him. He comes across with the best intention with certain things, but he's just, he's just, he's crazy. That's, that's, that's it. That's why it was so easy for them to set him up. But anyway, T, I won't, I won't split for T, but. Watch it. Yeah. Watch it. You got me at three sims in Vegas. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Anybody that knows me, you really. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's just it's not, some it's delusions not. of grandeur. <laughs> My thing is, how, how are they pulling four wives and four husbands here and there? I was like, what's going on? The other guy with the other safari park. Yeah. yeah. Young woman as well. I'm like, what? <laughs> he was raking at me. Money, power, respect, guys. Money, power, respect. Uh-huh. He trains them like he trains his, his, his tigers and lions. I know. Oh. That's the thing. Yeah. Gives a new name. Sounds like uh, White R. Kelly. In a yeah, way, you know, because they were way. young. Yeah. They all came in young. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. They all came in young and didn't leave for years. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what they say they do. They, it's about manipulation, isn't it? And that's why my man gets all of the what do you call it? Like remember all the down and outs, the bums, like who ain't got nothing, and that's mm. when he just employs them. Mm. And pays them. And like, then he tries, to, and, then he, it, and yeah. he makes it. Yeah, and he makes well, it so yeah, they yeah, can't, can't leave them because like, something like thirty dollars a week or something like that, isn't it? What you're saying, like one of them yeah. saying they get no uh, breaks again. Well, no get, breaks as well. They're so loyal to him. But you get to play with tigers. Mm. Yeah, they're the proper animal lovers, isn't it? That's that's what they um yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the one that um lost her arm. She came back to work after a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Was... All right, guys. I'm gonna finish it by the end of the week. Right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely watch it. So I made that two days. <laughs> wow. All right, people. Yeah, Is there anything else that any of you have been watching that you want the listeners to listen to or watch? No. no. There's a show on Netflix called Dare Me. I've been telling everybody who can who wants to watch it to watch it because I found it quite intriguing. Dare me. On the premise, when you know Netflix they do the little yeah, sorry. little five minute caption. It just looks about like about a bunch of cheerleaders, but it's yeah. not. It's so deep. It's like so so deep. So if you get got get a chance, watch it. I think it's a slow burner because it's it's based and centered around cheerleaders, but it's not about cheerleading. I watched about, ten minutes of it and then I just fell off. So now that you've told me, it kind of I, I might actually finish I really it. Enjoyed it. And then there's another show called Unorthodox, mm. which was very good. It's about a young girl that escapes her. Jewish her old Jewish marriage. I don't want, and just the, the steps she's taken to do that. Um, it's a, it was great. It was a good insight into um 
I think, do they call it hedostic hedos, hedos, juice? I'm probably mispronouncing that. Mm-hmm. And their way of life. Again, I'm not sure if it's something that guys will be watching, but it is another, um, it was quite interesting. You learn, actually, you learn something about it because it's loosely based on a true story. Mm. Um, and it was quite a, a little tearjerker in, the, in many ways. So, yeah. I I'll say give a lot of the foreign foreign um series a chance, especially on Netflix. There mm-hmm. there are quite a few good ones yeah. on there. I can't remember a lot for the, from the top of my head, but I have watched quite a few of them and they are quite quite good. I think you guys have already spoken about dark, isn't it? Well, me and Marlon were the only ones that watched it, and it's hard. That, that to, it's hard to explain. It's hard to if you don't watch it. Without giving it away, yeah, it's hard it's to explain. It's better to just watch it. Yeah. Mm. it is quite good. Um, that one is quite good. It's time travel on steroids. Yeah. Okay. okay. Another one, but it's it's not everyone's cup of tea. The protectors. That one's a Turkish one. It is quite good. Mm. Well, Turkish. Yeah, it, it actually is quite good. That's why I say give. There's a lot of foreign. Series on it. No, I like I like the foreign ones. I have been on watching a lot of foreign ones. I, w- I watched a series called Fowder, which is coming yes. in series three. Yeah. That's like that's big. Yeah, Fowder. Okay. Where's I that like one? That. That's that's Netflix as well. Yeah, Fowder. That's like Israel and Some yeah, agent yeah, out yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, I like I like it. So good. I know we're talking about foreign films, but Peaky Blinders is back in a couple of weeks. Oh, what? Yeah. For another, what, season six? Season five. Season five. Oh, season five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peaky Blinders, yeah. I get it, like, they should have ended on season four. It's just, it finished it there. Do you know, I just, when I watched, when I watched Peaky Blinders, yeah. I just feel tough afterwards, didn't it? I just want to, <laughs> just want to just buy, buy a Mac and Beret and just walk straight in and be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You need to see his demise. He's slowly, as much as he's gaining power, he's slowly dying. He's slowly losing power as well. He might be gaining power in terms of status, but he's slowly losing power. So you need to see him fully lose. Mm. That's why season five is coming. I can't wait. I'm hooked. All right, cool. All right, cool. And... um... I don't know why Rich didn't say it, but Rich put in the group, there's a new series called Too Hot to Handle that's coming out on the 17th of April uh, um, on Netflix. He says it's a little bit like, um, what's the other one that him and Kel, what, um, that one where, where everyone's in bikinis and that. I don't remember what it's called, to be honest. And they've got no, Casamora. Love Island, Love Island. Oh. Love Island. Yeah, I think it's like Love Island meets uh, Love is Blind or something. Like uh, that. Is it, but yeah. Basically, because me and Rich watch Love Island and we've done a little... We done a little section on Love Island. Nate says there's a new dating show coming on Netflix. So basically, he wants me and Rich to watch it so we can just do another one. Okay. Well, there's that, Love is Blind. Is it Love is Blind? No, yeah. no, no, that, no. That's another date. That's a new one. Yeah, too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. Oh, yeah. yeah. They start on 17th of April. 17th. Oh. Well, Friday, I think. Yeah. But. Anyway, guys, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Geek Pod. Um, thank you, ladies, for joining us. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, I guess I'll see you, man, next week. Or you guys next week. Yeah. 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 Ye
Alright, man. Cool, man. Yeah. Alright, then. See you later. See you later, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.